Hello everyone, my name is Farhana Kanna and I'm the founder of iMedia Exposure. I'm a global social media and brand expert and welcome to the Brand Boutique Elite Speaker Series. Every week we're bringing in an amazing speaker that will support entrepreneurs in various areas of their life and their business. Today we have special guest Anil Gupta and he is the happiness and relationship expert. Anil, tell us a little bit about yourself and how you got started and uh, how you became the happiness and relationship expert. Really, it was, um, uh, I was suicidal in 2008 and um, I, I had to overcome that, obviously. And then uh, I, I really put everything in a book to explain to myself and to others what I actually did. And then I sp started speaking on stages, six people, 10, 20, 50, 100, 500, eventually 10,000 people. And um, with time, I just got uh, more and more involved in, in the happiness project, which is basically teaching people a formula for happiness, which is, uh, uh, whoops, just lost my ear. <laughs> uh, and once people know that the formula for happiness, they can take immediate action because we were never given these tools. We were never told how to be happy what to look for, how to look for it, where to look for it. So it's so important that people know that there is a formula for happiness and the happiness formula is this. Happiness is equal to G cubed. The first G is you have to give. Give your time, your energy, your love, your commitment, your joy, your gift, your money. Give it away without wanting anything in return. The second G is you have to be grateful for what you have and don't focus on what you don't have. And the third G is this, you have to grow emotionally, physically, spiritually, and mentally. And where do you see that people don't realize that they are having a missing in their life and they aren't really concerned about happiness and they let everything kind of get all mixed up and they don't focus on that? Like, What are the problems that comes from that? Well, people focus on the wrong things then. They get so busy that they don't have time to work on their happiness. They just get busy, busy, busy doing things, just doing things and not uh, looking at the most important things. And then they, they uh, may become successful, but they're not fulfilled. And that's very painful. Got it. And as entrepreneurs, you know, we are always super busy with a bunch of things. Do you have like a method or some tips or suggestions on what people can do to make their happiness a priority and to be in alignment with that? Really, it's awareness. A lot of people just don't have the awareness. They're just running around uh, almost hypnotized. So awareness gives you clarity. Clarity gives you focus. Focus gives you action. Action gives you results. Results gives you momentum, momentum gives you everything. So the number one discipline you need to do uh, work on is awareness. So if you work on your awareness, that will give you so much power. You cannot be joyful, you cannot be happy, you cannot be successful without awareness. So that's the master discipline people need to work on. I saw on Facebook the other day a post and somebody asked, would you rather happiness or success? And I was thinking about that. And basically, if you are happy, you can have that 
momentum and that progression into success. And if you're happy with the process, because people think that, oh yes, I'm going to start a business or I'm going to do this new thing in life and it's gonna be successful right away. But there are like always that ups and downs. And even when I work with clients, so they think that they're gonna hire me and get results that day. And of course it's a process and anything in life is a process. So is there, you know, the process that you just described for happiness, how do you implement that? And do you provide support around that? Because it's, you know, you said people aren't really aware. And if you're not aware, you don't, if you don't know what you don't know, how do you get out of your own way? So how do you help your clients kind of get out of their own way and, and go through that process? Great question. So if you ask me the question, do you want happiness or success? I would say both. I, I'm, I'm not going to choose <laughs> because it's possible to have both. And the way to, to do this is by changing your definitions. So, uh, you know, and I coach this to my clients and I ask, uh, what is your definition of uh, success? They'll say, oh, earning this much money, having this. I say, look, that's not what uh, uh, success is. Success is this. Success is making progress. If you're making progress, you're successful. So if you're giving and you're growing and you're grateful, you're making progress. So the two do go in hand and they're like this. So work on yourself, work on giving, work on growing, work on uh, being grateful and you will become instantly successful. You don't have to wait, and it's got nothing to do with money. Ladies and gentlemen, success has got nothing to do with money. It's about you, how do you show up? How kind, generous, playful, giving are you? That's how I measure a man's wealth. It's what he has left when you take away all his possessions. How kind, generous, playful, caring, sincere, generous, uh present joyful funny is he that's your wealth yeah for sure i love when i any of my clients that i work with we always kind of build a friendship while we're working together because we are spending so much time together and you know whenever they ask for anything like i feel like i'm super generous because I'm there taking care of them. You know, they're working with me, so I want to make sure that they're taken care of like the, through the whole process. I'm not very funny. I try to make jokes, but they're not very funny, but I try sometimes. <laughs> so you always have these heart, um, and I love this. So, you know, coming from a branding space, you always have these t-shirts and these polos with the heart on it and the hat. What made you think of that? Like, how did you incorporate that in your branding? Because, I mean, I met you on uh, the Marketers Cruise, and I could see you always. Because I'm like, oh, there he is. <laughs> so what were your thoughts behind that? It, it was totally unintentional. And it's really because of I have very bad dress sense. Not that I wear <laughs> dresses. Just want to make that clear. Well, not often, you know, not in public. Well, okay. A little bit. Okay. Oops. <laughs> I would always leave the house and my wife would say, are you going out like that? And I, I looked at her, yes, I am. She said, no, you're not. So then I would go back, she would redress me. So, and you know, I, I thought, look, I'm almost a grown man. I, I, I think I should be able to handle this by now. So 
what's the easiest thing? I could wear all black. That's easy. Black matches everything. So I thought, yeah. great, I'll wear all black. And I thought, well, that's a bit boring. What could I do to spice it up? I thought, great, you know, what do I do? I'm the epitome of love. What's the symbol of love? A heart. Great. So I thought, I'll, I'll put a little heart on my, my sleeve. Then I thought, no one's going to see that. What's the point? And I thought, okay, where else could I put it? I mean, I could put it here or here. Well, you know, on the left side would be good. So I thought, great, I'll try it. I asked my family. They said, no, Dad, you're nuts. Don't do that. But I did it. You know, when they tell you not to do it, I always do it. They told me not to dance in front of 10,000 people. Of course I did. Uh, they all left, but, you know, I did it. And so I, I did this. Uh, this is my fifth version. And I, then I took a photo with someone and it popped. I thought, oh, I like that. So for the last six years, this is the only shirt I've ever worn. Sometimes when you're meeting royalty or a prime minister, sometimes I have to change and wear a tuxedo or something like that. But <laughs> underneath, you know, I carry this with me. I change as soon as I can. So it's a beautiful, beautiful thing. And I just love it. Absolutely love it. Yeah, I loved it too. Every day I saw you, when we were there for seven days, you had a different shirt on. It was one day it was a t-shirt, one day it was a polo, and I was like, that's fantastic branding. I absolutely love that. Because you you have branded yourself, you stand out, and people know exactly what you do right away. Um, so that's fantastic. I mean, people know me for you know fashion and branding and making sure that their mm -hmm. online presence looks beautiful, so I try to always dress up. And I feel like that's my expression of, of art. And um, so I pretend that I'm in a, a fashion photo shoot all the time. <laughs> you look amazing, absolutely. Thank you. So tell me what you see as the biggest thing that holds people back from living a truly happy and authentic life. Ooh, that's a, that's a question. I think the biggest thing is forgiveness. I call forgiveness the express pathway to freedom. The quality of your life is dependent on the depth and authenticity of the forgiveness you extend to yourself and to others. People are holding on to so many things that other people have done to them. They're just holding on and, it, and it's costing them their, their, their energy, their love, their self-expression, their health, because ultimately it affects your health. Yeah, I totally agree with that. Um, there is this app, um, and it kind of describes things about you personally. And one of the things that I read about myself was that the quality of my relationships defines the quality of like my life. And not everyone sees things like that, but that's kind of how I am. And it's interesting if you know if I'm if somebody's upset with me or if I'm upset with somebody that really bothers me and I'd rather just have a conversation and cl like just clean up whatever is there and move on because it and I think even if people aren't conscious of that there are people that are holding grudges or something happened and and rather than having a, a conversation to you know clean it up or clarify what happened people just kind of hold that grudge and move on and it, it eats at us. And, I, and I've seen tons of people that that like, you know, they're like, oh, I don't care. But obviously when things happen, we care. And yeah. that's, it's definitely something to consider just 
forgiving and forgetting and even when you see in movies when something really bad happens and the family forgives the other person and things like that and and they say it you know it's it, it it's helping me grow and move on and be happy and so that's super important so you've written a couple books tell us a little bit about your uh, one book so tell us a little bit about your book and what inspired you to do that and what that's about so there's there's the book and really it, it just came about because i thought let me put what i learned uh, onto a piece of paper and then my friend helped me write the book well he didn't help me write the book this is what happened so i i i i, I given my friend some uh free help and he said what can i do for you i said no no don't worry then a couple of years later he said anil what can i do for you and i said I, I, actually what do you do he said well i help people do that you know write their books and this and i said oh interesting would you help me he said sure so he came to my house and he said hey let's start okay where's your office and i, and I said there he said let's go in your office i said no no i'm not going in my office and he, he looked at me strangely why is that I said, oh it's a mess so anil that's the first thing we need to do so that's a metaphor too when it's a mess you have to fix it so as soon as we clean my office he gave me a structure boom it was done in a day two days the book was done it was all in here but i didn't know a way to get it down but then it, it it stayed on my desk for a whole year because i thought to myself who am i to write a book what will other people think of me what will they say how many mistakes are there you know will i be embarrassed you know what will uh you know really my family say to me because there was some family stuff in there but at the end of the day it's not about me it's about the difference i make every day if we delay someone is suffering and you know you said something very interesting you know about forgiveness we we can forgive we can forgive but we cannot forget so when people say oh forgive and forget no you will not forget but if you can truly forgive and you remember that person or that thing that happened and it doesn't trigger you you know you have forgiven so um you know someone really if someone punches you in the face or hurts you you're not going to forget that but you can forgive them so that it's a small distinction but it's an important distinction yeah definitely we don't forget things that have affected us yes, and yeah. people that say that it's like you you didn't really forget you you could have forgiven but you didn't really forget that yeah and yeah that's interesting to think of so you said that you got a coach to help you because you had all of this stuff and all of this information and would you what would you tell people about getting coaches because some people are like oh i'll get a coach when this happens but this thing doesn't happen usually if you don't get the coach to get you to that thing. So what is your advice about getting coaches and bringing that into your life? Well, if you want faster results, the only way to get faster results is through a mentor, a coach, a guide, and someone who's already done it, someone who's experienced, someone who can take you through a process where you avoid the pitfalls. I was, I was coaching a, a girl the other day and she said, oh, you know, it's, it's so important I go through all this pain and suffering so that I can grow. I said, no, you don't have to learn from other people's mistakes. You don't have to go through the same mistakes, but she was very adamant. So she really wasn't coachable. And that's the other thing. You have to be coachable 
But if you have a mission, a purpose, and a passion, if you want to make an impact, and if you get a coach and you get the right coach, you'll be amazed what can happen in three months could take you five or 10 years, or you may never even get there. And that's the power of coaching. It, it, it holds you accountable. It gets you deeper, wider, faster results in a way that you could never imagine. And the beautiful thing about that is it compounds. So a small change here, a small change here, writing a book, getting you on stage, getting you in front of a podcast, getting you in front of a news station, getting you in front of a celebrity, all of that would never have happened if I hadn't had that coach. Yeah, I totally agree. I, I have so many clients that were creating their marketing plan for them and we're coaching them through the process and helping them create the content that they need to have an effective online presence. And they're so grateful that they are having me work through the process and it's all in them. We're just pulling it out and doing the market research and giving them great suggestions, but we're, it's their company and we're just pulling that information out of them to how to represent it. And you know, it's so nice to see, they're like, wow, this would have taken me so much longer to do, but yeah. now we're getting them like on the fast track towards their goals. And that's always such a great feeling for me. Another thing too, um, I see is that, you know, like you said, it will take them five to 10 years when they could have had that result in yeah. three months with the proper help. You know, I've gotten coaches, I've done a speaker camp with Power Team and Bill Walsh, and I was super afraid of getting up on stage. You know, like you said, when you were doing your book, you're like, well, who am I to get up there and share this book and this knowledge? And so many of my clients, even on social media, are afraid to share their story or share their tips because they're like, you know, I don't want people to think X, Y, Z about me. And that's kind of been this authentic share that people have been constantly giving me. And I know that we all kind of have these insecurities about sharing and what people are going to think. Um, but I like what you said, you know, you can be this contribution to the world by sharing your knowledge and the things that you've gathered throughout the years and helping somebody else that might be in in your place or some something that you say can trigger some greatness in somebody else. And that's kind of what I try to share with my clients too. You know, let's share your story, let's your contribution to the world. And when you don't share that, there's a missing in the world. And so we have these platforms to like, you know, writing a book, getting on stages, things like that. And, um, you know, Bill Walsh asked me, he said, well, why don't you want to speak on stage? And I'm like, well, I don't want everyone to stare at me and, you know, being up there in front of people. And he's like, well, why do you do what you do? And I said, because I love helping people achieve their dreams by creating effective marketing strategies so that they can grow their business. And he's like, so do you know that you can help more people if you get in front of a room of hundreds of people? And I said, yes. And he's like, okay. And I said, okay, fine, I'll do it. <laughs> It's really that simple. And you know what? The other uh, beautiful thing is this, that when you get a coach, you don't miss opportunities that otherwise you would have missed. And I'm sure, Fahana, you must have had many opportunities once you went on stage that, that you, you were able to seize. But if you never get onto the stage, you never get those opportunities. 
and then you're missing out. You're missing out on so many things. Yeah, that's that's so true. And even thinking about it as like a workout in the gym. Yes, there's these online videos, but when somebody's actually there, I worked out with my girlfriend yesterday. We're in a park outside and she gave me these really heavy weights and she's like, okay, go ahead, do it. And then she's like, okay, I was like, I can't do it anymore. She's like, one more. And she's sitting there telling me one more. And I know that I could do one more. But if it was just by myself, I would be like, okay, I'm done. It, yeah. But she's there and pushing me to, and, I, and okay, I did, I did two more. Because I was like, yeah, you're right. I can do this. And so just having that support system is super important. Yeah. You have a quiz to find out your happiness level. Tell us a little bit about that and how people can take that quiz. So, you know, I was working, you know, how do I know how happy people are? I thought, well, the easiest way is to do a quiz. And I looked for one, I couldn't find one. So I developed my own. And if you go to myhappytest.com, you can take this test and within two or three minutes, you can find out what your score is, what you can do about raising your score by, there's 25 videos in there that will teach you how to uh, uh, raise your score and where specifically you need to work on. Because if you work on that specific area, everything rises. So it's myhappytest.com. It takes three minutes and you'll get a breakdown of your score and what to do to raise it, which is really very, very powerful. So I'm going to put that up on the screen for everyone right there. Myhappytest.com. That's it. And then, so once somebody takes their, their test and they see, you know, these different things and how they can improve their level, what's next? How do people get to work with you? Well, uh, this, is, this is a great question. If, and I, I only work with people who really have big problems. If you have small problems, you know, don't, don't, uh, don't, you don't need to come to me because I'm really looking for people with the big problems because when you have a big problem, you want an instant fix, and that's what I do. So. Um, uh, if you, my email is anil, A-N-I-L, at immediatehappiness.com. Um, I'm available on Facebook. Instagram is Anil Gupta USA. Um, um, and really, if, if you have a problem, you want to get a, a seriously fast result, I'm the person to come to. My uh, website is immediatehappiness.com. Immediatehappiness.com. We'll put that in the chat box. Fantastic. What, what kinds of so big problems? I think that that's all subjective. You know, some people's big problems might be somebody's little small problems. True. But what kinds of people do you work with? Okay, so I've worked with all sorts. Um, uh, at the moment, I'm starting a women's only group coaching course, so that you know, there's just women, very heart-centered women. I help people find their perfect partner without dating. A lot of people are, are really finding it a struggle uh, in these times to find the, the perfect partner. And um, they've made some bad choices in the past. Uh, they don't know why they've made those bad choices. There's some trauma there. There's some uh, issues. And I give them clarity around where to find this person, what to look for, where to, uh, you know, where to find him, what to ask them and to make sure that they're suitable for you and also not just find them, but to keep them. Because a lot of people have, uh, uh, you know, uh, relationships that haven't worked. They may sabotage their relationships. 
Um, but it's a beautiful way uh, to find a partner without going through the dating scene. Uh, a lot of people have father issues, mother issues, or, or really uh, I've been dealing with families who've got some uh, family dynamics. And that's so beautiful because you make a change here and you make a change there and everything starts to change. So uh, if you have a relationship issue, you know, you're on the verge of divorce or the verge of separation, or um, you have some sort of relationship issue and you want fast, rapid, rapid results, I'm the guy. I'm really known as the last relationship expert you'll never need to meet because I'll fix it for you. It's that simple. Nice. Yeah, I definitely have some friends that it's, you know, they go on apps and things like that and it's, it's hard to find, you know, the perfect partner out there and amidst everything that's going on in the world, there's another yeah. element of making it more difficult to, you know, Absolutely. meet and establish relationships. So it's, it's basically for anybody, people that are looking for a relationship, people that are having trouble with their relationship, maybe people that are dealing with the divorce. So it kind of goes across the spectrum. And is this, tell us more, is it a weekly coaching and how do people get into this group? Yeah, the, the, the group coaching is weekly. Actually, the first uh, uh, week starts this week and it's a roll in 12 weeks. And what we do is uh, every week we, we work on the biggest issue that you have. So we peel off the biggest issues and all of a sudden, all your problems have disappeared. Now we get into the deeper uh, uh, psyche of you where we find you this perfect partner, where to find them, even to realize maybe or maybe not the partner you're with isn't the right partner. Maybe you're wasting your time. Maybe that uh, this isn't the right person for you. Because once you have clarity and you find this beautiful relationship, what you'll find is it's effortless. A relationship should not be any effort. At the beginning, once you get to know each other, yes. But after a while, I've been married 32 years and 99.9% .9 of the time it's effortless. You know, sometimes things happen, there's drama, there's trauma, or, yeah. But it's not the norm. So really, uh, it's effortless. It's, I teach you how to communicate. Uh, how to handle upsets, how to even never ever have a fight again. So once you get these tools, you can apply them and you get to keep them for the rest of your life. It's so powerful. And for honey, you can send me your friends. I'll, I'll be happy, happy to uh, fix them out for you. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that sounds fantastic. Never having a fight again. Never, ever. <laughs> but of course, disagreements and fights are different. Yeah. Say that again. I said disagreements and fights are different. You have to disagree. It's okay to disagree. You don't want someone who agrees with you, but everything. But then I, again, I have a system for that. Uh, and, and it's, and it's just, okay, 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 okay. Got it. You know, it, it doesn't have to be emotional. That's when the problem arises when things get emotional, I remove all the emotions. So you look at things as they are, and then you, you can make an objective decision rather than bring all the drama, all the baggage, all the trauma from the past and look at things as they are. Because what happens is um, we, we look at things as we think they are, not at how things are. For example, uh, one day I would call my wife. She doesn't return my call. I could get very upset. She doesn't love me. She doesn't care for me. She doesn't honor me. She doesn't respect me. And then she'll come home and say, sorry, darling, my, my phone died. 
but I'd made up all this story around it and I got upset because that's what we do as human beings. We make a story. So then we make stories about our relationships, our friends and, you know, uh, the things that happen to us. So then we hold on to those stories and then we don't see what's real. So I teach you what's real, how to let go, how to break down an upset, never get into an upset, how to not to react, but to respond. And the beautiful thing is once you start applying these in your life, everything changes rapidly. Yeah, I mean, that's so true. We create these stories and then there's what's so, what actually happened. And then there's all of this story that we created that made what was so turn into this big thing that didn't need to be this big thing. And yeah. even just having a clear conversation without all of that stuff makes it a lot easier to just maneuver life um, rather than bringing that all into it. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I, I talk about BS. You know what BS is? What's BS? You don't know what BS is? Like the regular term BS or did you make something different? It's belief systems. We have these okay. belief systems, you know, so we talk about belief systems, you know, your partner may believe this, you may believe this, and there may be a conflict, you know, for example, um, you know, if you come from Italian family, there's a lot of talking and, you know, raised voices, so you're used to it. But if you come from a different family and where someone raises their voice, it's difficult for that person to be in, in a, in a mm -hmm. boisterous family because that's the way they've been brought up. The meaning, as, as human beings, we're meaning-making machines. The meaning behind someone raising your voice is a violation. They should never do that, blah, blah, blah. But if you're raised that way, it's the norm. You know, we have expectations. The more expectations you have in life, the more painful it is. We also have attachments. The more attachments you have in life, the more painful it is. And the only way to really work all this out is through awareness and work on your level of awareness that everything changes, not just for you, but the people around you. So you say attachments, what does attachments mean? Okay, so for example, uh, my, my son, okay? So he's Indian, so whenever we uh, send our kids to school, we, we want them to be super smart, super skilled. So, um, we have all our relatives, uh, they've got kids the same age and they're all doing really well. So I would send my son to study uh, harder and also to get him a tutor. And I, and I thought, why am I doing this? And I realized it was for my benefit. I didn't want to look bad uh, in front of my uh, peers. So I was attached to my son doing well for my benefit, not for his benefit. Once I let that go, I said, you know what? I can't be doing this, this isn't fair on him. We, we cut that off and then my son blossomed. So that's a type of attachment. You know, another attachment would be you're attached to your car or you're attached to an outcome. You know, you, you, you want, you know, for example, my, my daughter would be playing tennis. I'm attached to her winning as opposed to attached to her being happy. Uh, so w we have expectations for our kids. We have an, an attachment to them performing at their best or they're not performing at their best and they're not showing up at their best then we get upset and that when you're upset you cannot love your child as much that's an interesting distinction to discuss attachment because 
I can see that, you know, we're all not always, but there's moments where we'll be so attached to the outcome that that when the outcome doesn't happen in that exact way that we want it to happen, we're so disappointed rather than, you know, just being in the moment, being present to the process and something greater could even come out, but we could be so attached to that particular outcome that even if something happens from it that's beneficial, we can't even see past that and we're upset because it that the outcome isn't what we expected or that we were that attachment yeah. to that outcome didn't happen. Absolutely. Like uh, I got upset with my wife the other day. She sold a, a chair, a little uh, chair um, that folds into a stepladder. And I, I, I thought, well, Neil, you got upset. Then I would talk to myself, why did you get upset? Well, I love, I, I said to myself, I love that chair, but I never used it. <laughs> oh, you love that chair, really? What did you love about it? Well, you know, it's like cute. How often did you use it? Well, I never used it. <laughs> and I thought, wow, am I really attached to that chair? And I thought, no, I'm not. So I could let that go. So I teach people to break that down. Otherwise, if I got upset with my wife, I could stay upset, she did something else, I'd get more upset. So that's where the distinctions come in. And then you get to run life instead of life running you. And then also too, that goes into your point about forgiveness too, because something like that happens. It's a small thing about a chair. And if you didn't like clean that up and you realize that that wasn't something important for you, then you could keep that, you know, upset and not forgiving the situation or realizing that it wasn't even a situation for you to even have gotten upset about because you didn't even Absolutely. use the chair. Yeah. And then you're holding on to this upset and not forgiving and then something else happens that's there even smaller and then you like explode. Yes, that is so powerful because that's what we do as human beings. We hold on, we stack and then there's a tipping point, something happens and we blow off. And, you know, the thing is not to get to that level, not to get to that place and constantly cleaning, 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 cleaning and, and never, ever letting something fall over. It, it, that's really such a powerful statement that it, 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 um, it affects your children, it affects your relationships, it affects your business, it affects how much you earn. Everything's connected. Yeah, for sure. If you're in flow and you're just happy and you're not having any of those things that hold you back. And even too, I think the attachment component and being an entrepreneur, there's times where I will have a full day of things to do. And it would be humanly impossible for me to get through that list of things. But I'm so attached to the outcome of getting through those things that at the end of the day, it will be like three in the morning and I'll still be working through this list. And I'll be so upset with myself because I hadn't completed it. And it it's like, okay, I should just be, okay, this is the outcome. We got through this, this amount and we made this progress. And it wasn't humanly possible for me to even do that list anyways. And so there's all this like emotion. And then I feel not as motivated or I guess not motivated isn't the, the right word. It's I feel kind of disappointed in myself. Yeah, and you know, it's a, it's a big spiral because then you start beating yourself up. 
then you'll start saying, I'm not good enough. I'm not smart enough. There's something wrong with me. Oh, I'm a failure. I'm not successful. I can't even do a to-do list. So we're very good at mounting and stacking. So can I, can I, let me coach you. Sure. Okay. I want you to do another list and I want you to call it the do not do list. <laughs> huh. It's a very bizarre concept. <laughs> I do a lot of things, but do not do. Okay. Yeah. I should have one of those though, because there's some things yeah. I do that I shouldn't do. <laughs> do not beat yourself up. Do not uh, uh, let this list have power over you. And, um, you know, do not waste time. For some other people, it'd be do not waste time on social media. Do not uh, let other people have power of you. Do not worry what other people think of you. These are small things, but they're big things, you know. And also, maybe if you have a um, a smaller to-do to list pad and just write down um, three things that you must do in the day. And if you have accomplished those, what you'll find is a lot of the other stuff gets done anyway. Yeah. That that's that's great. I've never heard of that. The do not do list. Yeah, really. Um, it just gives you that awareness. Oh, you know, Anil, you're wasting your time on social media again. Oh, you know, you said that you wanted to do this, but you're wasting time on that. So um, that will just give you that awareness. It'll give you that reminder so that it just keeps you on your toes. So I have a, a little quirky question for you. If you could sure. be a superhero, what would your two superpowers be? Well, I'm already a superhero. So nice. number one, the superpower is this. If you have a personal issue, if you have something that's weighing you down and you want to get rid of it, I can get rid of it within minutes. And the second superpower is just go to my first superpower. That's all you need. <laughs> <laughs> The second superpower is finding your perfect partner without dating. You know, imagine what it'd be like if you could have a way to find a perfect partner without the emotion, without the worry, without the fear of thinking, is he or is she the right person? And you could really, really, really find out and be certain. And then you could be yourself, they could be themselves and just have fun, effortless. No drama, no trauma, no no uh, baggage from the past. Imagine that, unbelievable. That's that that's what I would do for you. Yes. Well, those are fantastic superpowers. Having amazing relationships and being completely happy all the time—that definitely sounds awesome. And well, I'm not. I'm not happy all the time. I, okay. I must stress that. You know, people yeah. say, "No, you must be happy all the time." No, I have my upsets, but. The secret is okay to get upset, but don't live in the upset. You know, a lot of people stay in upset. So I, I heard something so beautiful the other day. A man, when he falls in the river, will only drown if he maintains to be submerged. So, and there's another side. So if things are not going well for you, swim to the other side, have faith. Yeah, and that's so true. It things happen all the time to us, and it's how we react and what we do in face of that that gets us past it. And and I try to stay on that message. So my name means happy girl. 
And my mom told me that when I was born, I was her happiness. And so I try to live into my name. And when I am upset, I try to, you know, figure out what that is and be happy and come to the other side of that so that I can authentically be me. Fantastic. And, you know, that's a great thing that she did. She, She has a system. See, when you have a system, it makes life so much easier. You can take the emotion away from it. Brilliant. Well done. Thanks. So it was such a pleasure having you on. I think no, my pleasure. these tips were super important for everyone, not just entrepreneurs, but for everyone. And there is a system to get through everything. And when you do have somebody to support you, it gets you to that goal so much easier and quicker. Are there any last um, things or tips that you want to share? So let me uh, share one sentence that changed my life. Be so amazing that you cannot be ignored. And if you are ignored, it doesn't matter. You know, imagine you showed up this magnificent soul, this magnificent you. Everything changes. It changed for me. It'll change for you. That's super powerful. Um, I just posted something about energy. So people are, you know, it's that snapshot of first appearances, but it's also the energy that somebody emits too. So it's their aura, their energy, and how they're feeling that attracts you to them. And when somebody has that amazing energy, you want to be around them and you want to hear what they're saying. And so that's that. the way you said that. Can you share that one more time? I love yeah. that. Yeah. So there are two types of people, ones that make you happy when you enter the room ones that make you happy when you leave the room. So exactly what Pahana was saying. Be so amazing that you cannot be ignored. And if you are ignored, it doesn't matter because how you show up will be this magnificent human being. It will change your life today. Yes, that's great. And then just believing that you have a mission and you are a contribution to the world and when you are showing up for others it's it's easier for you to let go of your insecurities because that you know that you are part of a bigger story and actually making a difference for others if you can't see it in yourself yes and ladies and gentlemen you matter you matter Thank you so much for being on. I'll write all the links in the chat. Um, so if anybody is interested to connect with Anil, you can do so. Um, so thank you so much. Bye, everyone. Thank you. Okay, bye. Thank you.